Hey there, entrepreneur, and welcome to today's mini episode. As I mentioned, I'm doing mini episodes in the month of March because Women's History Month and International Women's Day and all sorts of great things. So I figured why not throw some little extra education out into the world, right? So for those of you I have not had the pleasure of meeting, my name is Michelle Mercier of michelleamercier.com. And I am the host of this trusty podcast, The Resilient Entrepreneur. And welcome and thank you for watching on social media or YouTube and listening on your trusty podcast platform. So let's jump in. Today, I want to talk about something I hear over and over again from clients and really feel it myself sometimes too. And that is in the arena of expectation setting and communication and different things like that. So let me, let me know if this sounds familiar. You know, um, you have a client or you have a team member And you keep giving directives or you keep saying things and things seem to be getting lost in translation or clients are blurring your boundaries and emailing you all the time, or, you know, employees are dropping the ball and not quite delivering the product at the level that you want it at, you know, and you start to really get annoyed at the situation, right? You're like, F this client, F this employee. I don't want to deal with anybody. Now, this is the point in which I would like a couple things, or here's a couple things that I usually feedback to my clients. And, you know, they're, it's not perfect um, depending on your situation, but I think it can help both in the personal and professional realm of things. So number one, I always tell people to look at your end-to-end process. And again, this can be personal and professional. What I'm going to say here can relate to the process of me instructing my kids to clean their room <laughs> just as much as it can, it, it can go in play with, you know, um, end-to-end website development and delivery for a client of a product. You know, look at the process from end-to-end and figure out where the bleeding is, right? Are you bleeding time, right? Are you, you know, you quoted the project at X and now it is at Y, way over. Where did that bleeding come from? You're finding yourself, you know, blurring the boundaries and answering emails at all hours of the night. You're getting frustrated. Your team members aren't performing. But I want you to examine that end-to-end process and get really clear on where it's bleeding out. Where are you seeing the slips? And then start to examine why you're seeing them and what role you play in that happening. Because we're very quick as humans to say, oh, not me, must be them, right? And turn and point that finger at. But, you know, the next one I'm going to talk about, the next tactic I'm going to talk about has a lot to do with, you know, painting a very clear picture of what a process is going to look like when you go into an engagement with a client or when you go and you give a directive to an employee, to an employee. So number two that I want to talk about is this concept of painting done. Now, it's one that I learned when I did the Dare to Lead training, and it makes a lot of sense. So if somebody was to come to me and say, Michelle, I want you to complete this task, I can then say, well, you know, know what, so-and-so, please paint done for me. Now, what does paint done mean? Painting done means not just assigning the task, but explaining the reason behind it, giving it color and context so that the person understands the purpose and not just the mechanics of it, right? Because there could be 15 million different outcomes or 15 million different ways to get something done. And if you aren't on the same page, then there could be something called, you know, stealth expectations, or stealth intentions, or other things that really don't foster that end product that you need. So here's a good example in my personal life. Going back to my kids, hey, go clean your room. Now, my nine-year-old may have a very different 
definition around what done looks like when it comes to that term. And your client may have a very different expectation around what done looks like compared to you. So you can say to a client, you know, let me paint done for you. By the time we're done, X, Y, and Z will be completed. This is what it's going to look like. And this is what you can expect from us. And what you can expect from us means in terms of communication cadences, turnaround times, whatever that may be, but having that ability to kind of understand, understand a task or understand the end product and the reasoning behind it and the clarifying the color, the context, the purpose really helps, you know, bite it before you get to the end of a project and everybody's mad because nobody was on the same page. Right. And then number three, just a little bit of, you know, a helping hand in regards to things like feedback. I recently had a client who he runs a pretty, pretty substantial painting company, right? So he goes into homes, he goes into businesses, he takes his team in there and, you know, they, they do the job at hand. Well, he had somebody who was giving him feedback or giving his team feedback, even though he was the main point of contact, um, constantly like in micro bits. Oh, look at this here and look at this here and look at this here and look at this here. And the thing is that I tell people when they're in situations like this is that there needs to be a time and a place allocated and known by all parties that really kind of sets the stage for that feedback loop. So if that client had known that she had I don't know, 15 minutes a day with her point of contact to deliver said feedback. Maybe it would have avoided the stop, start, continue that the team was feeling every time she interjected with something new. Or maybe you have an employee who is getting, you know, gradually more frustrated with something. You can turn to them and say, okay, every Friday between this hour and this hour, I'm going to have open door. I'm going to have an open door policy. You come in, schedule a time in that, or just walk in, whatever it may be, but this is your time so that I can support you here. So a lot of the times people don't necessarily, they're not upset because of, you know, that woman with the painting situation didn't get that point like that quickly, right? There is a buildup. And sometimes that buildup because comes because the feedback loop or the mechanism of feedback is not clear. If I know I have a place to put my stuff, then I will wait and I'll hold. And it gives you the ability as a manager or as somebody running a project to say, you know, when somebody comes to you with feedback to say, I understand, can we please hold that? Because I want to make sure I'm fully there for you. And that's what those meetings are for that we have so that I'm not, you know, in between things trying to really listen because I want to really comprehend your needs, right? So it gives you the ability to have that allocated time so that, you know, and again, I use it with my family too, folks. Like I can't, sometimes I can't multitask 15 million things, right? There's so much going on in my head. So I will say, I am happy to listen to you. I want to listen to you. I can't do it right now, but I will do it at X time, right? Instead of just saying, not right now, right? That's also is one of the worst things you could ever say to an employee or somebody reporting to you. Not right now. I can't deal with you right now. Something like that. And it sounds like maybe people haven't said it, but they do. They do because you are stressed out and it's not necessarily what you mean, but it, it comes off like that. So instead repurpose it, say not right now, but now, but at this time. So again, just to recap, Make sure you're examining your end-to-end -end processes and 
pinpointing where the bleeding is coming from, where there is scope creep, where there is unhappiness or just discomfort in a process. Number two, practice painting done. Give it context, explain why the task is being done so that there aren't, you know, those misconceptions of done looks this way to me, but looks this way to you get really clear on what that end product looks like and why you're doing it that way. And number three, make sure that there are clear feedback loops in there, whatever that may be, whatever cadence you need so that people on the end that are going to give the feedback, understand the appropriate place to give it. And you are going to be completely present and ready to take it in. All right. That's what I have for you today. If you are watching this on social or YouTube, thank you very much for checking it out. Share it with a friend. And if you are listening on the podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, download, rate, and review. And you know, tell a friend because who couldn't use a little more resilience in their life, right? See you later.